You're listening to Once a Raider, Always a Raider on the Raiders Podcast Network. Here's your host, JT the Brick. Well, my goal with the Summer of Cliff was to tell Cliff Branch stories and to talk about his legendary career as it's been too long and he's finally getting inducted into Canton, Ohio. Phil Phil Biano is the greatest storyteller on top of one of the greatest players in Raider history, and he's kind enough to join us. How does that sound, Foo? Summer of Cliff, your former teammate, as we pay tribute to him. Uh, JT, that sounds wonderful. And, uh, hey, I I love to tell the stories, but they're all true, JT. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's good. Uh, I guess I don't have CTE because I could still remember all this stuff. So, um, yeah, to talk about Cliff, I love to talk about Cliff. What a... What a great teammate, and, uh, you know, just a great, what a cool guy. You know, for the people that didn't get to know Cliff, uh, you know, JT, you know, and I know, Cliff never slept. He never got tired. He he ran his life like he ran down the football field. He was, <laughs> he was a, uh, he was uh, always on, always, always going hard, always laughing, always smiling. And uh, just one of the nicest people anybody could ever meet. And it makes me so happy that I got to play all those years with him. And, and man, he got three Super Bowl rings, too, JT. Never mentioned that, but he wore them all the time. So, you know, when he came around, he had a lot of, a lot of diamonds going on there. Phil, it's interesting because when he came into the league, I talked to Freddie about it. I talked to uh, Coach Flores about it. We got into it that he had some drops early in his career. He was a track star from Texas, went to Colorado. When did you notice the speed and him getting comfortable with the speed and the ability to bring the ball in with his hands when it came together? Well, you know, JT, that's a, that's a great question. And I'm, I don't know if I'm the only one that noticed this. But George Blanda was the number one Cliff Branch fan, number one, because of that speed. And George would work with, uh, with Cliff and just keep throwing him the ball, throwing him the ball, throwing him the ball. And finally, you know, I mean, Cliff must have been a, a, a pretty darn good wide receiver in college, but you get to the pros, sometimes you get the drops. And he was dropping everything, as you said, early on. But I give George Blanda the credit for just feeding him the ball, you know, because George had plenty of time, you know, he, he, you know, his practices were, yeah, let me throw the ball to Cliff, you know, because he really didn't have to do anything else. So uh, Cliff got a lot of Blanda balls, and I, I really give him the credit for uh, getting Cliff comfortable. And then once Cliff got comfortable, forget about it. He, he was the best, best wide receiver. It was a joke. Um, when people tried to cover him, he would just blow right by him and then catch everything, come back for the ball. I mean, Kenny, I think Kenny and him invented that back shoulder because Kenny couldn't throw it far enough. You know, so Cliff kept coming back for it and it worked. So maybe with the snake and Cliff invented the back shoulder. JT, did you ever think about that? We have an invention here today. Phil Villapiano is our guest, a legend, also should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So Cliff comes in with the Raiders in 1972, 14 games, only three receptions, and 73, 13 games, 19 receptions, and then boom, 
74, 60 receptions that year, 13 touchdowns, 75, 9 touchdowns, and then 76. That famous year you remember, Cliff had the breakout year, 14 games. He had 12 touchdowns, the long one, 88, and Cliff was just finding his own. Walk me through the struggles and then the lead-up because of all the big games on the road, the losses in the AFC Championship game, and then in the Super Bowl season, Belitnikoff, Casper, Cliff Branch, and a hell of a running game, Foo, where defenses yeah. didn't know if you were going to run behind Shell and you were going to run behind Gene Upshaw or there was going to be some play action with the snake going to Cliff. Yeah, whatever, whatever. However, John, you know, drew it up and Kenny, it was amazing. Our offense worked so beautiful that day. I mean, you know, when you get a running game, what Shell and Upshaw were doing to Marshall and Eller over there, that was, it was a joke. I mean, is it blowing him off the ball? Van Egan up through the hole, and there's Clarence Davis right behind him. A great running game, which I think opened up everything else. You know, I mean, Dave Casper had that big day. Freddie got the MVP because he got so wide open. And then whenever they needed something big, they took a look at Cliff. And it was just, that's the way, you know, you draw up an offense. And, uh, you know, you hope it works like that. It never really works like that. But, boy, that day in the Super Bowl, everything was gelling. And, you know, our defense, uh, I mean, I, re- I, re- I remember uh, I wanted some more action. I wanted to get out there and make some more tackles. But our <laughs> offense kept the ball for so long, we we kind of got a little bored there for a while on defense. But excellent, excellent game by Cliff, as you as you know. And he, he just ran away from people. And uh, that's what I loved about him. And, you know, J.T., when you get to the pros – and you look at these guys, these wide receivers, and Jerry Butler, I'm just thinking of Jerry Butler right now with the Buffalo Bills when I played with the Bills. These guys are track guys. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between a track guy and a fast football player. I think Renthro, you know, with the Raiders right now, I think he's a quick, fast football player. But he's not a Cliff Branch speed. A track guy's got that other level, got that other gear, and then once they get going, wow, you know. And that's Cliff had it. Cliff had it. I think long before anybody. And nobody took you know. Hey, remember the Cowboys with Bob Hayes, right? Uh-huh. They tried to make a, a sprinter, a real track guy, into something. And Bob had the drops. I think his whole career, but Cliff Branch didn't. And Cliff Branch with that crazy speed could outrun anybody. And like I said, he outran Kenny half the time, and he came back and got the balls. Because, you know, the defensive backs had to honor that speed. So as soon as Cliff got him turned around, he'd come back and get the ball. It was it was fun. And I think uh, I'm thinking of that Miami Dolphin game right now where uh-huh. Kenny let it go, and Cliff came back and caught it, jumped up, zipped into the end zone, put the Raiders on top. Phil Villapiano Villapiano is our guest. Great to talk to Foo. It's the summer of Cliff as we continue here, the countdown to Canton, Ohio. So I don't want to get into this, Foo, too political because you're in this boat also with Jim Plunkett and Lester Hayes and Greg Townsend. There are so many Raiders who are still not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but the Cliff one really bothered a lot of people. And Kenny passed away and finally got inducted. They made Coach Flores wait until he was 83. But when it came to Cliff... And then Lynn Swan and Stallworth went in. And then I saw Drew Pearson get in the year before and Harold Carmichael. 
you as a former teammate here, were you looking at the politics behind the scenes in Canton saying, what's going on here? Every Bolitnikov's in, Casper's in, Shell's in, Otto's in, all the offensive players who played alongside of him and Otto before, but why did Cliff wait so long? What was the politics behind the scenes that kept him on the outside looking in? JT, that... um you know, being a Raider player and, uh, you know, being a Raiders and you were around, you know, we had that reputation and, and it was almost like the NFL, they'd rather go pick a St. Louis Cardinal that nobody ever heard of and, and stick him in than, than a great Oakland Raider. And it, it, it just it was the way it was. And, you know, it kind of soured me on the on the whole, you know, process of, picking guys for the Hall of Fame. And I'm like, you know, what can some people do? And they don't even get a look. But you come from a city that hasn't had anybody in in a long time, and, and, and somebody gets in. It was, mm-hmm. I think it was political, and you, you can't say it's anything but political. I think Al didn't help a lot of us guys because they didn't like Al. So we... You know, we're all on, you know, once a Raider, always a Raider. We're all in the same boat together. So, you know, when, when they don't like your owner, uh, you know, and even, and even John Madden took, took John forever. Yeah, it took forever. John a long time. Yeah, it's just it wasn't meant to be back in those days. I think now it seems more fair, but, you know, and the people that really deserve it do get in, I think, now. But I, I think there was a time, J.T., when uh, there were some people somewhere that were calling the shots, and they probably probably weren't even football people, for sure. Nobody covered anybody. Nobody ever made a tackle, and then mm-hmm. you know could leave Cliff Branch out. He was a bona fide superstar, and like you said, and then these other guys get in. So finally, you know, you know they could be just too embarrassed that they didn't put Cliff in. Phil Villapiano, as we wrap it up, finally, you're back east and you're out in Vegas a lot and out in Palm Desert and you're out here and we get a chance to see you and the fans love it. What was it, what was it like when you found out that Cliff passed, knowing Mark's relationship and George Atkinson? I mean, I, George broke me into this organization and George and Cliff were just side by side, thick as thieves. Every time I saw George, I saw Cliff and Mark and yeah. Willie Brown and you when you were out there. When you got the news that Cliff passed away, can you take me through that day and how it felt to you? Well, JT, I certainly could. And, and, and you know what, what is happening to, you know, like all of us football players, you went, wait a minute, why? You know, what happened? How could that be? I mean, I was just with Cliff, uh, you know, a month before he dies, and he's the same happy guy, you know. He, you know, he, he talks so fast, you know, and, and, and I just, you know, I, I couldn't believe it. And then, and you know, and, you know, we talked, you know, JT, you and I talked about Daryl. I was with Daryl, you know, a month or two before he dies, and he was the same Daryl, you know, you know. So we just gotta. You know, I, I think we're all getting to an age where, you know, we got to realize we're, we're not Superman and anything can happen to us. And we probably should take a little bit better care of ourselves, which is a little late. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, you know Cliff, Cliff, everybody, everybody that know, knows Cliff or knows of Cliff knows Cliff liked to burn, burn that candle at both ends. And, 
and, and, and the way he did it was masterful. Today was a great party guy, great fun guy, and, you know, maybe maybe you have to pay the price for that. I hope I don't, JT, because, you know, I'm going all the way to the finish line with the same same speed I always do. So I'm not going to worry about dying. I, I just want to keep having great times and, you know, with the, with the Raider organization and, and uh, hopefully nothing nothing happens to me. And like you know, when 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 it does happen, you know, you say God takes you when He wants you, you know, and just make sure you have a hell of a good time till that day. Yeah, Fu, we know he's listening, and this is going to be one hell of a party and the alumni event at the end of August, and we'll see you back here because you've been counting down with this team getting better. One thing about many things about you, you've been coming on the radio with me forever, and you've, you've seen this team get better now with Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones, uh, Josh McDaniels as the head coach, everybody feeling right. now the vibe in Vegas here. Finally, food from a football perspective, this is a big one now. They're, they're in a tough division with Kansas City. We know the Chargers got better. Russell Wilson's right. the quarterback in Denver now. Raiders need to thread the needle this year. The schedule's tough. they got to get out quick. Arizona for the home opener. They open up on the road against the Chargers. And then the Raiders are going to Nashville and New Orleans this year. I think Raider fans are excited about what's in front of us. Yeah, I I, I do too, JT. And, uh, you know, I remember talking to Jai Gruden last year, and he said, so we're only a couple players away. And I think Josh is, uh, you know, I'm sure John is in there talking with him and, and, you know, those guys, they're, they're smart football people. And I think they pretty much filled every hole, if there was any holes. And there was some holes. So I like our offensive line. I love our defense. I love our speed. I love, you know, you know like, like Devontae. My God, yeah. this guy was just so good. I, I got a feeling, JT, it is our year. We can't lose any stupid games. We can't throw the, we can't throw the ball in the flat and let the, let the guy run down the field and get a touchdown. No stupid plays. That just drives me crazy. You know, and then we're, we're coming from behind every game last year. It was crazy. All the games we won, you know, the last, yeah. last drive. Because we're always coming from behind. I hope that Derek and, and the coaching staff and everybody else can play like champions right off the bat, take it to them in these games in the second quarter, and then move on. You know, that's, that's Raider football to me. And I think, I think we've got a team that's good enough to do it, even though, like, like you said, our division is <laughs> we're probably the best division in football. No so doubt. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch, watch these games. But I think, you know, I think the Raiders always got something that just remember we talked about this, J.T., a million times. Everybody in the league wants to be a Raider. So once the Raiders get hot, these teams will crumble for us. Let's just get hot. Let's go kick some ass. I can't wait for I can't wait for the season. Thanks, Fu, and thanks for spending some time with some memories of your teammate Cliff Branch. It means everything love to Branch. the fans. Thanks, yeah, Fu. Love, him. Thanks, love you JT. too. Bye bye now. Thank you for listening to Once a Raider, Always a Raider. Make sure to download the official mobile app and visit raiders.com slash history for more historical content.